listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, why is Jada Kiss as hard as it gets? Why is the industry designed to keep the artists in debt? And why them dudes ain't riding if they party is set? And why they never give you why they never get it popping but they party to death? Yeah, and why they turn around why they give you life for a burn and turn around and only give you eight months for a burn it's going down? Why they selling nigga CDs for under a dime and if it's all love, daddy, why you come with your nine? Hey, welcome to the Black Tales Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Wednesday night last day of the week for us mm-hmm. a very important day people have been asking about us all day want to know what are we gonna do what are we gonna say will we be reviewing the walking dead did we forget karen did we forget no no we did not forget have we ever forgotten can you imagine hmm. oh man we just forgot to do it last week our bad you know so yeah we will be reviewing the walking dead um and also another another reason it's a very special day man we got a very special guest mm-hmm. uh you guys might know him from the gaming and then some podcast uh you guys might know him from twitter where he's the wound god uh you guys might know him from uh the many times he's been on our spinoff show the nerd off mm-hmm. uh it's my man sterling aka the wound god uh, you can find him on twitch twitch.tv slash the wound god you can find uh gaming and then some podcasts uh everywhere on itunes and stitcher and stuff gas pod um what's up man what's up what's good man uh it's been an amazing 48 hours i'm so happy i'm actually like awake and conscious so i can talk to y'all after spending 24 hours straight on destiny yeah i saw you guys were marathoning that joint um the other day uh the taken king uh dlc came out how was it it's amazing it's it's the best game i've ever played wow I, i'm not like i'm not gonna argue with niggas no more mm-hmm. um it's done the shit they did with this game is crazy we played for 23 hours straight and we're still experiencing new content this yeah. is the best money i've ever spent i've been man you know i've been on the destiny bandwagon from jump man like mm-hmm. try to tell people like people couldn't believe me i remember telling people like like well what are you what are you been playing just destiny man Right. you know what I'm like like but you know all these games came out yeah i know i i mean i i bought them yeah he did and they, i just didn't play them right they, they set I, up i bought so many like they xbox keeps doing these sales i still got alien isolation mm-hmm. it's just sitting there me that, too that dragon age inquisition just sitting there yep it, it, I'm, i tried i got I, the joint I, where you skateboard <laughs> uh i got the joint with the uh the uh lord of the rings mm-hmm yeah, it just none of them are destiny. So what is the point of those games? Exactly, and and then they just they just amped it up even more. The story is amazing. I forgot like how many good voice actors are actually in the game, mm-hmm. and they ended up getting rid of Peter Dinklage, and it makes the game even better because the new guy that actually did the uh, voiceover for the ghost actually cares this time. Mm. So there's inflection and shit when he talks. It, it, it's it's amazing. And then you yeah. got Nathan Fillion over there talking to Lance Reddick every other scene, and the bars between the both of them are amazing man this and this hurts my feelings to even talk about because my xbox one was in the shop because i had a disc reader i don't know what was happening with that yeah so i sent it off to the shop they're very responsive they sent me like an email let me know they got it mm-hmm. supposedly i'm not gonna have to pay anything it's still under some type of warranty, warranty or something but, which is awesome but, but that's not the point man the point of it is is that this shit affect my life like i don't think people realize like 
I be walking in there and, and when, when it first happened, I look at Roger like, did you turn the cable on? He was like, of course I did. I was like, fuck, I can't speak to it. And I be talking be like, fuck, you don't hear me, do you? Fuck you, Xbox 360. It, it's bad, yeah. When, when you when you don't have that Xbox, like we have two Xboxes. Only one has a connect. I don't like watching TV in my bedroom because I, I have to actually hold a remote. Like you right. try to talk to it. Just, just naturally, you try to talk to it because you're so used to talking to the other one. Yeah, and I, like, I it, went it, to... It doesn't care. I was going to bed the other night and I was like, Xbox, turn off. Oh, fuck. Right. He did. I started laughing because I was like, I thought I was the only one. And yeah, the one in our bedroom is a connect, but it's like a 360. And I was looking like, we have to wait till them joints go on sale because I, I, I can't be wasting the time picking up my arms and picking up remotes and shit. Who does that? Um, well, anyway, uh, now that we got on that somber note, rest in peace, Xbox. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. It said we lost Sterling for some second. Oh, hold on we've gone offline wait are are we still good in the chat room i don't know let me check oh wait i don't see you moving you don't no did the internet go down oh great yep because i can't post anything okay let me pause this uh, recording and of course we just had a time skip in the podcast so if you guys are now 15 minutes ahead of where we paused in real time but uh we're still here still standing still strong um anyway yeah man that um that destiny is true and uh i really didn't get around to playing other games until like a month or two ago uh when uh, arkham knight came out yeah arkham knight i ran through that so quick just to get back to destiny mm-hmm. like I, I i i think i went back one more time to do that uh batgirl dlc you know, I got the season pass and all that. I'm like, that's good, but this Destiny, though. Like, I, I tried to run through uh, Metal Gear Solid to uh, review that game, and after just being annoyed because it's a shitty game, then I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stick with this, uh, stick with this Destiny. Yeah, even the uh, commercials for Destiny just looks. It just make you want to play Destiny so bad. That's they got Don Draper in that department. Destiny has never had a bad commercial, and I didn't realize that until uh, this week. Yeah, because um, they, they had that live action one last year and then they had a the live action one this year and then the day before taking king drops they allowed you to enter your gamer tag or your psn tag and then they put you in a commercial yes oh that was dope watching them talk about my and i'm only level 30 so it was like i was like they probably don't talk i probably ain't do that much shit but it was like nope you're in the top three percent of killing people i was mm-hmm. like word yeah I'm like yeah. I must, I must have played this shit a lot, <laughs> right? Yeah, like I, I know, I think I got a smooth thirteen hundred hours. I think mm-hmm. in, in Destiny, it's it, it, it's a trip. Like and, and, I, and you know, because I ain't really got do nothing but review games. I, I can run, you know, like that's not too much. I think I got, I want to say, a smooth like a hundred in Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. But it, when like Metal Gear Solid felt like work to me, this right. just is it's fun. Like even with. Even when we did the twenty four hour stream, like there was times when I got tired, but the game was still so fun. I never wanted to put it down and go switch to something else. Yeah, that that's what's up, man. And uh, you guys can hear about his gaming exploits over at Gaming and Then Some uh podcast, which is a great podcast, man. Like I said, it Ster- is. It's one of my favorite. That's right. Sterling Sterling and crew always keep us up on new shit. Um anyway, so uh you know a lot of times i'm like oh i didn't know that shit you know I'm like yeah. I'm just, you know i'm listening to them clown but i'm also being educated so yeah you know. and, and the same here because a lot of the gigabytes megabytes and all them other ites and stuff i don't know shit about and uh i live through quita because she asks the questions that i am thinking 
and so you don't have to be like nerdy or or like deep into it they'll explain it to you where it's simplified yeah it, it, it's the best getting quita on monique on the show is the best move because before like like i love charles but he does that man shit where if he doesn't understand something he just acts like he understands it <laughs> but, but quita's like no what the fuck does that mean what did what? you just say right like oh, okay yeah that helps because then everybody else that you know doesn't literally you know look through news every day for this kind of tech shit they can understand it too like we're actually getting back to doing those episodes the full regular episode starting this saturday and i I can't wait it's a trip like i actually got to go read news articles today because (laughs) i was in that stream i had um i couldn't do anything like i I barely looked at my phone at all yesterday and when i woke up after i passed out at like 4 a.m when i woke up uh this afternoon i saw i had 1400 different news articles to read and i i just stared at my phone sad like we should just keep doing these and then sums i mean like niggas don't need news (laughs) (laughs) i like the indent sums right i love yeah i think what we're going to end up doing is trying to do maybe like one of those a month or something because they're too fun they're they're way too fun to just do for the summer anymore well um also you know in addition to finding sterling i know you guys really came here to hit about the walking dead but uh we have ads too and we have to talk about us too that's right you can find us on itunes stitcher radio search the blackout tips you'll find us holding it down for day 273 of bobby Schmurder's uh incarceration <laughs> uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is triple sponsored it's brought, to, it's brought to you by shadow doll productions let's keep the youtube train running they got an entertaining new video featuring friends of the show, John Faust, Jenna Simon, and Thatcher Johnson Weldon. You can check it out. Uh, I put it on the website this morning. I also put it in our Facebook group. I've seen people giving it credit. It's called the art, the art of confession, um, interview sample. And it's already got 51 likes, zero dislikes. So I feel like we're on the right path. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in the chat room for you guys if you guys want to, um, see it yourselves but make sure you give it a thumbs up man it only takes a second to give it a thumbs up and some people went above and beyond the call of duty and went through their whole time like the whole timeline on on youtube went through the whole channel and gave it all thumbs up Mm -hmm. thank you very much people that do that yes because like i said they support us and that's the stuff that keeps them supporting us um the show is also brought to you by bevel that's right bevel is the first and only shaving system that is designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out the getbevel.com today go to the site use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com uh and uh hook yourself up man because it's well worth it well worth it um and of course uh we got a little bit of a sexier sponsor um let's see where's my sexy music what do i want to use let's do this one let me ask you a question are you getting enough i bet you love to get more right well adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts first they get you a little sexy surprise for her second especially selected toy for him and third a little something that you both can enjoy but you'll get six free full-length adult dvds in case you don't enjoy those things they sent you and number 10 free shipping on your entire order 
what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts well it's pretty pretty easy you want to go to adamandeve.com and select one item it could be adventurous new toy it could be sex piece of lingerie it could be this ain't good times uh it could be it could be not not a different strokes um, uh, uh, uh. And, then, and then uh or anything else you desire and then you go over to check out and when you check out mama's 227 not your mama's 227 <laughs> uh, i don't think that is a actual title but they probably working on it right uh yeah so you just enter offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts go check out adamandeve.com today select one item and get 10 free gifts including free shipping on your entire order uh just use offer code tbgwt at adamandeve.com Fire. love that internet man if y'all are not on that you are missing life like for about the past like few weeks i literally have been playing nothing else but that album yep every morning all right um let's get ahead go ahead and get into uh our recap of fear of the walking dead episode three the dog where's my episode three music There is nothing sexy about that. Mm-mm. All right. This is episode three of Fear the Walking Dead season one called The Dog, directed by Adam Davidson, <coughs> who, who directed the first two episodes as well, uh, written by Jack Logwitis. I don't know him. And uh, uh, 7.19 ratings. Uh, so it's... It is dropping from week one, which I had 10 million. Last week I had eight, and then the week, you know, the week that just passed seven. Um, with a riot raging outside, the barbershop occupants flee due to a mob set fire in an adjacent store. The group reaches Travis's truck and escapees, but not before Griselda is injured by a scaffolding collapse. They drive her to a hospital, which is blocked by police due to zombie activity. They go to Madison's house, where Nick Madison and Alicia temporarily flee from the, with the zombified Mr. Dawson attempts to enter after hearing a barking dog that nick let it let in travis's group reaches the house and daniel shoots mr dawson as, uh, as he attacks travis and all three families decide for the night to stay for the night and evacuate in the morning uh and you know that don't happen. chaos ensues you know uh all right so um as always i'll start with this uh what do you think about the episode in general uh karen i loved it i enjoyed it um but like i said i'm, I'm biased i you you don't have to say why are you biased huh why are you biased <laughs> what does that mean in this case i don't, I don't you, know. if you like something that doesn't make you biased <laughs> when people hate shit they don't go i'm biased to hate it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but they make you feel bad for loving shit but i do i i love it i enjoyed it um i know a lot of people have been criticizing it but i'm i had to get to the point where 
i know that i'm more educated than they are so i i take that into consideration and i don't think i think that for a lot of people they criticize everything but you got to understand that these people are doing shit out of lack of knowledge and i mm-hmm. think some people are just very critical of you should know how should they know that that that's not fucking reality in this world yeah i think it just itches people in a certain spot because like i said i would be interested to see how the audience will handle from the very beginning knowing more than the people involved right and this is one of the few cases where we really do know more than the people and to me it seems like a lot of people in the audience just can't handle it like they just get too caught up on this is stupid and that's stupid it's like yeah well first of all the show wouldn't be fun if nobody was stupid right but then second of all like they don't fucking know you know um sterling what'd you think about it it was fire i love this episode it may be because i had to watch uh the strain before it and i hate that mm. fucking show now yes. but um this this, <laughs> this 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 is amazing yo um I, I didn't know that uh the barber had a name until right now i just been referring to him as barber nigga he is <laughs> he's my favorite person on this cast he, yes. he got bars for days and he kills niggas i'm okay with everything yeah daniel salazar has yeah. seen some shit and seen some things that old I, man is like i'm gonna teach y'all young folks a thing too y'all don't know shit he mm-hmm. effortlessly scooted a goddamn shotgun into a man's face, and I was just amazed. Right. He, like, this is what we're doing right now. I'm saving y'all, and, and we're going to sit back down. And if y'all want to break out the Monopoly can you, again, you can. Yeah. Fine. He like He wanted to be like, you know what? It's been 36 hours since I had to do that. Ah! Um, it was like, y'all do know my barbershop had bars and, like, a metal chain door you had to close, right? So I'm not here for no bullshit. Yeah, I just killed the Taken King, so... Right. Exactly. I'm I'm ready for this. Um all right, well you know we do the recap uh scene by scene, so let's go ahead and um get right into it. Um apparently they were still stuck in the barbershop from last year, fresh cuts or whatever it was called. Oh with the Z. No Z. Oh Sal- that's right, I didn't Sal- have a Z. Salazar don't believe in that. No. Uh so <laughs> um they were still in the barbershop and chris was looking out the window just like his daddy told him not to do right this nigga and um a zombie like i don't see the thing is a person that looked like a zombie was standing real close to the window looking in his eyes were discolored his face was hella white but and i I mean maybe i'm being too naive i didn't know that that was a zombie or not because he looked like he wasn't attacking anyone he wasn't biting anyone he wasn't doing zombie shit he just looked like a fucking like a vampire or some shit right and 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 i i guess for me for a lot of people they were just turning and with it being dark and so much chaos i think that a lot of people were turning and i think it was they you know how on the strain uh they actually went through you actually seen the process with this sometimes you don't see like the process no we've seen the process the process is you die yeah so the person wasn't dead you know i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna lie it felt like a cheap network scare like okay yeah because that was oh a zombie and then it's like well not really or we're never gonna come back to this they could have been on drugs um anything and yeah because that was one of the scenes they kept showing in the previews yeah it felt like this was designed to scare us they do they've done that a few times in series you know the yeah. president obama principal obama's back <laughs> president obama you know what i mean they've done they did his whole like appearance was pretty much the prince principal obama's back was pretty much all that like just scary 
you know him walking down the hallway and it's like a shot of his back it's like is he a zombie yet and then he turns around he's like hey get that flu checked out right um so anyway um what'd you think sterling you think that was a, a zombie or no um no i don't think it was just because when you get i think what 15 minutes later into the episode mm-hmm. like the zombies were killing everybody while in forgotten the street i don't know okay. why that one dude would have been would have been calm it had to be some bullshit they just threw in there yeah. okay like a cop zombie killed some people it was like two cop zombies yeah the cop on cop violence was happening and shit ah talk about that though mm-hmm uh what, what about that richard sherman right what are all <laughs> zombie lives matter people at yeah um <laughs> uh so so yeah they basically had that situation where you know uh, he had to tell chris for the 75th time please come away from the window right and i was like oh my gosh y'all definitely can't be black because somebody black would have beat your ass out the window and be like didn't i tell you instead of fucking window mm-hmm. um they cut back to um alicia and 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 the crew at home and what i liked about this scene was alicia was asking all the right questions yes like what the fuck is up with our neighbors what like he was she's in the dark what did he do to mr mrs reyes like you know and maddie was trying to keep her in the dark right which you know some people were very upset about that on facebook and or twitter and shit but i kind of understood because her impulse is to protect her kid and she thinks the shit might go back to normal at some point and it'll her daughter will be better off for not having seen this shit or realize how fucked up everything was yeah exactly like we know that this shit ain't gonna end she's thinking mm-hmm. that this would be you know a crazy two days mm-hmm. so right. if you can keep her in the dark you know it'd be one it'd be a little bit longer that she has a decent amount of innocence in her yeah it's kind of like if you had a teenager during katrina mm-hmm. and bodies started floating down the street that had drowned right Bloated. i would be like get away from the window don't look at that shit yep like i don't want my kid absorbing that shit and i feel like that's maddie's attitude right now but people want her to be on some like scared straight program shit give a kid outside like it's a zombie we all gonna die look at it right when she's right try- when she's still trying to <clears throat> comprehend herself what the fuck is happening right they ain't scientists down now um also uh so she gives nick a couple pills uh to hold him over uh which is crazy because it hasn't been that long like she just gave him pills last time mm-hmm. uh when he asked about some medicine when he was still freaking out she gave him two more he was like this ain't enough and she was like make it enough right and he still be checking out us probably listening to how the bottle shaking and shit to see how many more he got left yeah and, and she said uh he she she gave him two pills and he started crushing it with a cup so he could like snort it or something mm-hmm. and, she, and she was like you why are you doing that the purpose is we're trying to get you off of this shit and he was like who's the expert and i thought that was a pretty telling line because before this we had speculated that maybe maddie had a drug passed or something like that but if he's the quote-unquote expert to drug addiction and getting off drugs maybe maybe she hasn't maybe she's really you know when she said this in the jeans maybe she was talking about his father or something yeah or maybe she didn't tell him that that she was a drug addict yeah oh, maybe maybe that's true yeah, um, like, it could be one of those it could, could be one of those things where she tries to hide things from the kids mm-hmm. and like travis knows you know what i mean but she she wouldn't tell the uh kid she that's wouldn't possible. tell um any of the kids that shit that's definitely an interesting theory and it could be that right and if it is that's something to definitely gonna come up later on and yeah. he of course kept bringing up that he's gonna need more eventually and 
he was clearly trying to figure out how much drugs she stole from the school mm-hmm. so he's yep. still on that it's like when you go to those certain places and it's like guess how many jelly beans are in this jar right right whatever the <clears> fuck <throat> you guess is wrong yeah except with oxycodone no um so um then also and i don't know this is kind of a small detail neither here nor there but they showed a camera angle with maddie walking under some type of home hanging decoration they had in their house Mm -hmm. i don't know if that had any significance or not like was it a mistletoe no it it wasn't mistletoe it was some type of stringy decoration with little designs under it and trinkets hanging off of it um yeah i have no idea like if that was some sort of charm or something or if it had meant anything to anybody but oh okay yeah because at first i thought it was like um what you call it i almost say a dream catcher but i was like that's that's definitely not it yeah it didn't look like a dream catcher i have no idea what it was yeah, anyway yeah. you know just small detail i noticed um so <laughs> travis and those guys are still in the um still in the barbershop and he's like well when we get out of here we're gonna have to you know get in the truck and go and uh get madison and those guys and chris goes we're gonna go back to madison's after this why can't we just leave just us which he means him chris travis his mother lisa and fuck maddie and her kids basically right yep he little shithead yeah man and i do remember he didn't want to come see travis when travis was in the hospital nope um obvious and then um uh maddie said to travis in episode one that he was trying to make up with nick and be nice to him and curate a relationship because he didn't have a good relationship with chris so who knows exactly what's going on there but there's a lot of issues family issues uh to say some cold ass shit like that like leave this other family in the middle of a catastrophe it makes you wonder how long travis and maddie have been together that's true and it makes you wonder how old because did is travis is is that his actual child or did she already have him and then they got together because chris right they never established that i must well nah because he said he was his son okay in the in the first episode so i think that's his 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 birth son okay biological son but i just feel like the connection that between the two families is just not there like they don't fuck with each other at all which and it comes up later on the other side too so it's not just one way but you know that's some cold shit to say man and travis is just like hey man calm down right Uh, you you saw he tried to steal the uh, razor blade too right Mm-hmm. yeah that old man looked like i will fuck you up if you don't put my shit down yeah um and travis of course is still convinced that the police will fix this although it seemed more like something he was telling the crew yeah, even though he, he didn't believe it nope you know you just trying to keep, he was trying to keep them, uh them thinking everything was gonna be okay yeah because i feel like only a couple hours have passed since the last time he called maddie and he was like uh well the police will fix this in a couple hours and they were like that's what you said a couple hours ago mm-hmm. right uh, and so they were breaking into businesses and they were like we need to get out before they start breaking in here and travis goes what are they gonna steal cones and i noticed that daniel salasar's face was like bitch fuck you talking about some cones bitch oh, look he gave that nigga yo right like, <coughs> back of the fucking head like you know how much niggas like haircuts man they come in here and steal all the motherfucking <laughs> barbershop shit mm-hmm. and he would look at and i think at one period of time he told him it's more than here it's more than here than just fucking combs dog 
yeah and i think also that's because he owned it so like right and they you know live my there. my life and my equity and my home is here you're not just gonna shit on like we didn't have to let you in motherfucker you so high and mighty um and so and i think he even had a reaction to that because basically they said what what happens if we get out of here or if, if we have to get out of here it's like we run and salazar said we run in different directions like right like we we will leave your ass behind fuck you you know the end um and so then uh the walls got hot start bubbling <laughs> bubbling up chris noticed first and uh they realized there was a fire or something they need to get out they open the door a couple riders run in start fucking shit up daniel has his first moment of uh impossible white manness where he looks like should i fuck these dudes up for fucking up my shop right they was like if you don't come on here mm-hmm. he, he he knew he could, he could get rid of them niggas real quick too yes and big mama griselda was like don't put the don't pull the razor out baby <laughs> come on honey took him out because she she seemed almost i feel like griselda could also be played by like a 250 pound black woman that's <laughs> like ah! the same age because like all she do is pray and you know tell people to, not to do stuff so i don't mind that she is uh hispanic or whatnot mm-hmm. but or uh, salvadorian or whatnot but it's just kind of like her whole role is just like jesus ah fix it bless this house you know she what could I mean? easily just be switched out with the mom on the carmichael show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh even though i've never seen that show uh but yes yeah, sure i'll buy it me too <laughs> or Th- thelma from El- amen what's she up to craig yeah. mama ah um so yeah i like that he tried to he for a second he thought about defending his shop and then she was like come on now and um they still they run through the riot and i love that they're rioting in downtown la because that seems like some shit that would happen Mm -hmm. and if you looked at the demographics of who was rioting mostly young white dudes Mm -hmm. and i said yep because it's the fucking news will be covering it and they would be like the clippers must have just won a game or something you know they would be giving them props right they'd be like the raiders just lost or some shit like that a party is out of control right Mm -hmm. um but they were riding and fucking looting and flipping over cars and shit Mm -hmm. and the fam and they weren't really bothering the families like as they ran through them to get to the truck um and they were too busy riding yeah and so then we cut back to the house and at the house they were playing monopoly you know because when anytime there's a crisis white people always have a way of coping which is <laughs> taking property and betraying each other oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah only white folks would be like you know what yeah we just seen a woman get attacked but you know what let's play some monopoly mm-hmm. um you know what i like is i made that joke on twitter and then this girl was like isn't that really all people and i was like you're not gonna last here blocked no right well like it's just obvious you're not gonna make the cut i don't want to no be, you're not i don't want to be explaining jokes all fucking day about generalizations and shit just have a good day uh mrs salazar freaked out hard because they ran under a construction like fixture this awning or something and people were climbing on top of it and like jumping around and shit and the fucking fire truck sprayed the people with water Mm-hmm. which very realistic because yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. fuck citizens um and that shit fell right on mrs salazar's leg 
and i was surprised it didn't sever it at the fucking bone because it was so heavy it fell with such force and people were on it when it fell right right on her leg i thought she was dead i was like oh she did yes that's what i was expecting like oh we gotta go she was just like oh dios mio and then uh fucking everybody like picked her up and carried her to the truck <clears throat> and uh that's when i realized travis's truck doesn't seem like the best vehicle for the z-pock nope i mean maybe if you only had two people right a three at the max but when you carrying like six people and shit yeah you need that extended cab yo. yeah you need yeah yeah i mean they, they he basically had lisa ophelia daniel and griselda all in the back mm-hmm. of the truck and uh chris was uh in the cab with him and i was just like anything could happen right <clears throat> zombie could walk up bite somebody's hand uh you could flip over the car everybody gonna die <laughs> right two people who got seat belts you know anything um so but i did like that lisa was already using her nursing skills on griselda's foot and i was thinking you know what a nurse would be good in the z pop and uh she basically uh you know said we gotta get to a hospital yep and we 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 knew right then that wasn't gonna work out right 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 away it was like is rick gonna be in there um Lisa was already using them nurse skills and that was dope um but uh she ain't a doctor she can't fix a uh, amputated foot so it's still mm-hmm. still a limit to her skills she just got out of night school um another random noise in the uh in uh the, the house for maddie nick and uh uh alicia right and they was like ignore that shit i was like fuck that yeah they ignored the first one the second one they kind of were like eh and then they tried to keep going to play and uh what i liked about this conversation is that alicia said uh because you know maddie was like maybe we should just get some sleep because now everybody was like are they gonna come home what's Uh taking so long for travis you know to get his family and so maddie goes maybe you should get some sleep and alicia says i can't sleep while i'm waiting on someone to come home uh feels a lot like deja vu a major case of deja vu and well i now okay so i took this as alicia hinting towards nick and his constant absences in the house with his drug use right um and they even made the camera like cut towards him looking down and then it kind of um cut towards maddie who looked down and then looked over at nick so my assumption was she was talking about just like the very first episode of the series where they were waiting on nick to be alive or dead right and she even told matt that you know basically he him being around um one way or the other was really torturing her and she thought he was just gonna die she had written him off pretty much um so that was my thinking what did you think it was karen what she said uh she had deja vu the same uh unless they were talking about the father okay what do you think it was sterling no same thing yeah she like she is the queen of just throwing shots at this nigga whenever she gets a chance Mm -hmm. every time like they basically ask her a question she figures out a way to bring up how many times nick has fucked up and i love it yeah um so you know that's that's how i took it anyway the hospital they show up to the hospital big ass no vacancy sign up Uh, (laughs) apparently Ah! 
they have done all the hospitaling they're gonna do today and it's time to get to killing right because because yes then this episode when they was riding in a truck didn't they have like them outages that came in a second okay i ain't forget nothing oh no 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 i was thinking because they had been having rolling outages and i was thinking well you have these people in here with the with the um stuff going in and out you have people on life support and all that shit and some people may have died doing them ups yeah. and downs of the powers i was like oh you have a building probably packed with thousands of people where people are just dying and coming back to life and there's not too much you can do about that yeah and la already had roman outages problems in the past so um and one i gotta say one thing i loved about this entire scene from the hospital which they end up driving past they see like military shooting patients that are dead obviously right um there's a radio broadcast in the background talking about citywide outages and there's a curfew and all this shit stay in your homes yeah stay in your homes very subtle stuff um and then they hit the road and there's like a view of the city and then you start seeing the power cutting out Mm-hmm. and i like not to not to make this too much about another show because i just want to enjoy this show but god they really do get what a catastrophe looks like on a large scale right. compared to the strain they really do yeah like it really felt like a major a fucking event as they drove by that hospital Mm-hmm. realized that that shit was over there was no more going to the hospital in this new world Mm-mm. and they also realized that um the power was going out and there was no more like nighttime was now time to get your ass in the house and stay there uh-huh. that moment with the radio broadcast it was so huge and the strain always fucks it up they did not only that you notice <coughs> with the other thing they said over the radio broadcast right mm-hmm. that 11 other states are now in state of emergency too yes yes so big yep um so (laughs) so then my maybe my favorite okay are you saying something i'm sorry no and i think with the that scene i think i love the way it was shot because they were just slowly moving and it was just something you wouldn't expect it and i love the way the outages went because it was like boom 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 like you could actually just see the, the the spots the areas of the city just kind of going out and it was just one of those things that was like, for the first time, for a lot of them, it was like, fuck, y'all. Like, we really got a problem. One of my favorite things happened after this. So they realized they can't go to the hospital. Right. Uh, Travis goes, so what now? Lisa said, go to another hospital. And Salazar's like, no, they ain't gonna. Right. Well, Hospital's done. We need to go somewhere where we can stay. And <clears throat> Travis goes, can i drop you somewhere nigga what yeah i, I missed that I, I actually missed that oh that, he did that, yeah that is the most ain't shit thing i've ever heard in my life right where can i drop, drop you? you off and you have a, a warm pimp with like a fucked up leg and he should have known that everybody in the group was going to be against that bullshit that after, is such a piece of shit move go ahead Sterling. after he took them in and shit right the only reason you're alive now is because of this man He's like, yeah, man, it, it, look, if you want me to drop you, I'll take you halfway. And so Zalazar was like, you can drop me wherever the fuck you going, bitch. Like, I'm not dying out here with my family because you, because now you want to call it even. And so uh, Travis is like, you can stop keeping store, score. And Salazar goes, I was I, not the one to start. Right. Trying to drop them. Man, mm. I wish Salazar would have reached in the back of that truck and smacked him upside his motherfucking head. Like, are you stupid? Keep driving. 
anyway that's when the they noticed all the power went out right uh and we cut back to the house they're done playing monopoly which i don't know it must be three days later because i've never played a game of monopoly it did not take three days to, to i've never they finished probably up to four in the morning i'm gonna be honest with you guys i've never finished a game of monopoly no yeah, but see that's different though because you don't understand how to pro- properly and efficiently take things from other people in mass mm. white people do so that white dna just kicked in that's why they so good at it them right. fast dealing muscles because see at the end when ah. i always would get to the end and make some type of payout deal with the last person I'm mm-hmm. like, look, man, why don't we just do this, bro? Okay, you get all the railroads. Give me waterworks. You know what I mean? Ah! Like, I don't got time. I want, <laughs> I want to get back to watching He-Man. And this shit is taking too long. Right. What we do is everybody call time and then everybody count how much cash they have. Right. And how much your, like, apartments and houses and stuff was. You, we count that. And whoever got the most wins. We're like, fuck it. We can't be here for 18 hours. Or if you play with my Aunt Carolyn, uh, just flip over the boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ah! you know i always do that move that ends the game quickly you know i'm sure um i'm sure that uh travis won i mean nick won anyway because he probably was using crackhead moves like selling houses for half on the dime you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <clears throat> probably stealing money from the from the bank a bunch of shit ah! <laughs> He's like, what happened to the money in community chest? Uh, it was only five dollars in there. Right. He breaking out of jail and shit. Yeah, free parking had a whole lot of money in that corner. I remember. Mm mm. I don't know what you talking about. It was two dollars, mom. Ah, fifty cent. Um, we don't got change on Monopoly. Right. I tell you what, Alicia, you give me two more ice and and I'll give you the rest of this money. You get these railroads. Ah! You, you can't even find Park Place because he smoked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your hotels? I smoked the hotels, mama old hotels yeah <laughs> he's like boy are you using that thimble to snort oxycodone out of a cotton out of yes maybe i am right you know that car really can't take you nowhere son <laughs> let me tell you something mom i smoke rocks <laughs> um so yeah uh of course uh he says uh it's been like six hours how bad could traffic be nick was hinting that travis was never coming back uh <laughs> right. i'm like how new is this relationship that these motherfuckers are assuming it only takes six hours for travis to be like you know what fuck this family ah six hours that's that's that's, that's what his son was like travis's son was like fuck that bitch and her family and he was and so he goes he went to get his ex-wife uh he goes i'm not trying to be an asshole and then which come on guys it's like saying i'm not trying to be racist or right you know <laughs> no disrespect you know what i mean <laughs> like okay so he says uh he went to get his ex-wife she says he went to get his son yeah his family she says he'll come home and he goes maybe he is home and she was like remember that part we said you weren't trying to be an asshole right you're doing it you're being an asshole um and i was wondering if nick was just pushing her because he wanted to get on the road to get that next fix a possibility mm-hmm like you know that that's the next fix and he ain't above doing some drugs or maybe the fact that he felt like them staying put wasn't safe yeah they told alicia to put up the monopoly because the loser puts it up and that was when they heard a sound by the window uh and they all had flashlights they turned them on they went to stand by the window with the flashlights to look outside. Right, we're not gonna do nothing but draw people. We know draw any zombies <coughs> out there towards that light, but hey, they didn't know. Well, I'll, I will say this. 
that is a pretty stupid move no matter what you're doing yeah it didn't make sense at all really because they still knew something was wrong yeah and even if you think about it just in like practical terms you can't really see that way and you kind of point out exactly where you are in the house that way yes you do Mm -hmm. so if it would have been a burglar or or just a someone like you know it was just a dumb thing to do but they realized it true they realized it quickly maddie and nick were both like get the fuck away from the window turn the light off what right. are you doing because she because she was just being <clears throat> dumb you was like bitch get away from the window but see i don't blame alicia for being dumb because her mama be keeping her dumb that's yep. true that's that's the yeah that's their fault like she, she would respond differently if she knew yeah like she don't they for some reason you know matt i get maddie's motivation but she hasn't really accepted that i need to tell these kids how fucked up shit is because they're going to experience it for themselves it's just not Mm -hmm. as dire for them yet um so then they were creeping around the house there's a whole lot of noise uh travis tell i mean nick tells maddie tells his mom look you need to just go ahead and tell her about the zombies and she said no she hasn't seen anything yet she might not have to so maddie's saying basically she hopes this so will pass pass over yeah it's not but yeah and then of course uh, she still got hope they keep hearing the sound by the by the uh, sliding glass door and finally travis pulls back the curtain they realize it's a dog and he lets the dog in that dog fucking scared me it scared you but you know i'm a punk so mm-hmm. why did it scare you because i was like what the fuck is that and when they moved it back i thought like some like oh, you thought it'd be a zombie right on the other side of the glass so travis opened the door for the dog and it had blood on it right i was like mm, no i wouldn't open up the dog it was best if it's not my dog Mm-mm. uh and then the dog ran through the house and like looked out the other window at um their neighbor who had attacked the reyes and he was just standing in the middle of the street um and what i kept thinking to myself is sasha would have had dog sandwiches by now ah yes that all took a bullet to the head but i think that um that dog was probably over there while uh that zombie probably would attack everybody in that home Mm -hmm. and you know probably being loyal and might have tried to fight off end up you know getting blood on him you know from the previous owners Mm -hmm. and probably scared the dog so you know you when they opened up the door, the dog basically went through the house going, hey, y'all, it's, you know, something about that nigga ain't right out there. And we haven't seen any zombie animals in either show yet, so mm-hmm. I don't think no. that, you know. It affects the animals. Yeah. I think the animals just get So even if it would have got bit or something, it's, I think the dog would have still been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, they basically see the guy standing in the street, and they realize that, uh, they don't have any weapons right so he said nick says the next door neighbors the trans have a shotgun uh i know because i was trying to steal it at some point and uh we can go over there and get it you know we need a weapon and they break out of the house run in the backyard and like run through this like maze i don't know what the fuck this maze is okay no clue yeah these the asian people next door the trans just have a fucking maze in their backyard for no fucking reason it's not even a big ass backyard or anything no it's almost like a plot device just in the back of someone's yard to make a chase scary right somebody says something with gardens like a lot of gardeners might if they probably have to have lack of space 
so you might get tired. Yeah, that's a garden trellis, but no, I, my mom is a gardener. You, you, she would have to have like a smooth like fifteen of them bitches instead no. of like why to turn into the maze runner? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it felt like <laughs> maze it, runner. It felt like a weird plot device, but you know, like I said, I just don't have experience with that. Whatever the fuck that thing right. was, I felt like I was a Zelda left, right, up, right. Where the right. hell are we going here? Yeah, the only thing I kept thinking was obviously a chase is gonna happen through this at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, they run over there, uh, go into the trans house. There's apparently a key under some some shit by the door, which uh, that's the second time I saw that. I also saw uh, this the movie uh, The Perfect Guy. Mm, best movie of the year right now. And I do gotta say, guys, spoiler alert, because I've definitely got my money ripped off, and I don't want to see it happen. To you guys, not the perfect guy. Yeah, <laughs> right? you don't say. So if you go there like I did, expecting to see the perfect guy, you gonna you're in for a big surprise. That guy had a lot of flaws, in my opinion. All right, um, nice enough fella at first, but just <laughs> I didn't things turn didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. Anyway, so um, they go in the house. Alicia just walks around exploring the house, looking at pictures and shit. Didn't actually fucking search for the gun. She is a hat. She just a, she's like a woman whenever you're moving, you know. But you're like, grab, grab a box. You know what I mean, stop telling me where to put shit. Anyway, so she walks through the house, is looking at pictures and shit, and uh, taking a sightseeing tour. Meanwhile, Cracky is all over the case, like looking. He looking behind couches. He knows. He know how to search. Yeah, <laughs> he know where the good spots are. Yeah, and he found a gun uh, and some shells um and right about that time travis pulls up right a truck pulls up into the to their into their yard and they were going to stay there yeah because their whole thing the thing was alicia looked out the window and she sees uh she sees uh their neighbor the zombie neighbor now walk into the back of their wide the fuck open screen door where the dog is barking my nigga right why did you close that fucking screen door i'm sorry this ain't even a zombie apocalypse rule that's just stupid right white neighborhood dog white neighborhood yeah i i, I don't know nothing about that life right it, 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 it seems like something that that the whites would do mm-hmm. but n- no like oh. why'd you leave it open you already like i can understand if only alicia was in the house but the other two were there. Nick, Nick would have ran as quickly as possible to close that shit. I, yeah, I, didn't I guarantee get that. you that. You know what? I guarantee you it probably was Alicia's <coughs> job to close that screen door, and she just ran with everybody else. I mean, I like the Clarks, but the caucasity of this situation was ridiculous. Ah! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to close the door, dog. Is you you went there to get a shotgun because you didn't want anything to come into the house, right? You fucking leave the door wide the fuck open, and now things are coming in the house what part of this plan don't you understand and since the dog is barking the zombie goes in there because right. it's like oh drawn towards the sound right so uh travis comes home mad and <laughs> low-key shake uh travis comes in pulls in with his truck right into the driveway and maddie's like oh my god travis is home nick goes it might not be him <laughs> Like it, it's his truck. It's everything, yo. I, that was amazing. He just hate ass nigga. He right. hate Travis, dog. Uh, and so the phone stopped working for Maddie, so they have to go over now. They don't have a choice. They run through the maze again. They climb the fence, and uh, of course, 
alicia left the shells behind right and so she goes she turns around travis like forget them i mean niggas like forget the shells let's just go and uh go in the house and try to save travis no 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 didn't they get close and he asked her he's like where the shells yeah he did and she said and then she says i left him or something and then he goes forget it forget it and she goes back anyway okay Mm -hmm. okay so they go in the house uh meanwhile travis has entered the house he told chris and lisa his family this old family to stay in the car they was like fuck you nigga um they was they they went in the house with them and that's when they realized that peter the neighbor who um is a zombie is eating a dog right because like they had the the the, uh, mother and wife had never seen that he had kind of seen it so he was like is this my family like he didn't know who and then he set up he was like oh, okay you're not the family and so the lights cut on mm-hmm. peter the zombie turns around towards travis and um travis of course starts talking to peter like he can understand right just like they did before and you was like didn't you learn before you can't talk <sighs> he's just oh you're sick hey come on buddy snap out of it and he's like i'm trying to bite your ass he's like <laughs> hey hey man let's reason remember when we went to the pool party um yeah and and it kind of reminded me of Herschel because you know that was Herschel's whole thing they can be you know healed you know we can do something you know they're still people mm-hmm. yeah so oh that was it karen mm-hmm i thought you were gonna keep going you was Mm -hmm. like they still people and okay right that yeah because that like that was his whole thing you know because he kept him in this barn and all that shit but you know for most people they go nah you're not you're not responding in a humanly manner you got to die so travis and by the way they gotta stop with the zombie bite scares one of these the way they filmed it i swear Mm -hmm. to god the teeth were in his skin i thought he got bit too yo and they did the same thing with maddie in week one where it looked like the zombie had bit into her and then it was like they just came back it was like and she even said ouch and then she wasn't bit you know so it's like what what are we doing um although someone on my timeline was like that she thinks she did get bit and i was like well then that's a very slow acting bite man like you know if she got bit that'll be a hell of a cliffhanger but that's gonna piss a lot of people off if it takes them five six episodes to show the effects because that's true that ain't how it's ever worked any time any other time anyway so uh travis almost gets bit maddie comes in with the gun and um meanwhile alicia is back in the trans house looking for the um for the shotgun shells and she sees an empty pill bottle on the table Mm mm-hmm right think nick stole some more drugs you know he did he stole some more drugs um so um this dumbass travis goes no put the gun down to maddie as the zombie is trying to eat him right like they gonna talk it to death what the fuck are you talking about Ah! like this you literally don't have a choice at this point like you have to kill it um and daniel zalasar said okay enough of the bullshit right you ain't here fucking wrestling with it i'm not trying to die because you don't have the, the, the guts to put this fucker down he takes the gun from maddie says let me excuse me ma'am i'll i'll stand back uh shoots the zombie in the face and in case you have forgot that you're watching the walking dead uh they had a very grotesque zombie with half a face shot it was right. dope i'm ready for that 
that was amazing yeah it's almost like you forget that this reality is the same people that made the walking dead mm-hmm. yep because then he shot when he shot have his face off i was like oh yeah that is right mm-hmm. <laughs> um and the zombie of course didn't die because apparently it was like fucking bird seed or something and it wasn't even like yeah he didn't use the right uh the right one yeah he had her like the legit ammo which daniel salazar picked up right away he was like oh okay it's just that okay bursey okay let me get a little closer yeah put one point blank with it shot dude's head off in which travis looked like oh yikes wow that's crazy um he was like, nigga you was about to get bit what are we talking about here right like shouldn't you be just as shocked that that motherfucker got shot in the face and kept walking right, right, come on mm-hmm. now no anyway um i love that daniel just did what was needed to be done to say fuck it right and then politely gave her the gun back and walked off like you can have this right back yeah. ma'am he's like i don't know this nigga um so um alicia did not see that mrs tran was zombie tran all up in the house so as she was running back through the maze to get through the house uh to get back to her uh to her house zombie tran grabbed her from behind right. wait she didn't see the feet under the she uh, she ran out the house yeah yeah yeah. she saw but she ran out the house because of it yeah yeah and then zombie mrs tran was in the backyard in that bay somehow because she can navigate it better than alicia can as an yeah as a conscious alive being yeah i don't i don't know how the zombie caught, caught up that quick when i i don't think right. what these zombies have never ran before right right and I, she at, was there at, you know at first i thought they were two separate people Mm-hmm. I, I don't i thought that that person in the house is completely separate from the, i thought she would run through the maze and she just grabbed her because she was like on the other side of like whatever that bob mm. stents was so i didn't realize they were the same person yeah i believe it was the same person but okay if it's not somebody write in let us know um <clears throat> oh that's right i forgot they said she got lost that's right so that's probably how she ended up catching yeah her. that's what i think that's the whole point of having that maze okay to do the oh you could not run a zombie because you got turned around and went the wrong way and of course mrs tran grabbed the back of her hair was like i got your weed bitch i got your uh, weed all right you ain't going nowhere um and so alicia freaks out she gets away from mrs tran a little bit mrs tran tries to grab her leg uh right about then chris is in the backyard he sees alicia and he tries to grab her and pull over the fence and she's like let me go let me go try and get away from the zombie and then, then she's trying to get away from chris chris uh falls holding her and pulls her away when she doesn't get bit but then she fucking like elbows him in the face and says get off of me and he thinks she broke his nose mm-hmm. now here's my thing do y'all think she knew it was chris and still freaked out she was scared or do you think they have like a history there no i don't think she knew i don't think no no she just seen somebody grabbing her and she's like i don't i'm running from from this bitch and i don't know who just grabbed me yeah okay well she definitely fucked him up and he act like a total uh diva about the shit oh yes he did he was like i was trying to save you and then just ran off like i don't cry and then (laughs) went went to the room and then lisa turned around and called susan trans susu she was like what's wrong with susu um hinting that they do have a pretty intimate relationship with mrs trans she said uh, i believe maddie said she babysat her kids and shit later so Mm -hmm. um she says uh you know uh travis like she's just sick and she was like and that man from earlier and he's like oh he's sick too because she still hadn't seen that they killed that man right uh the neighbor and 
nick is like really she's not sick she's dead okay right he was like look fuck y'all bullshit now we're gonna just tell her the truth why y'all sugarcoating shit because shit ain't right out there and i don't want her to be oblivious and i feel nick so much yep he tired of the bullshit it because it really was stupid that they were skirting around the truth even if it meant that alicia had you know she did the math immediately and realized that her her boo bbc matt is dead Mm-hmm. oh yeah he good and dead dog and she was like no matt's not one of those things he's not dead matt's not dead and it's like okay get it all out baby you know go ahead because you cry. ain't taking your ass back up there because yeah. you know his ass did come on now go ahead and cry on miss griselda's big bosoms and ah! let jesus take it away um so then uh travis goes but in you know ch- crackhead like to tell the truth i tell the truth i told y'all i'm a crackhead i'm a crackhead i steal shit <laughs> she gonna know the truth about this shit too <laughs> fuck all y'all in this line that is true they will tell you the truth right because they're like i ain't got nothing to hide what do i got to hide i'm a crackhead uh so uh travis goes to check on chris chris thinks he has a broken nose Travis like let me help he's like no let mom do it he's like man come on you know how many times i had my nose broken and i was like what does that mean this nigga this nigga travis about that life yo Yo, how many times has travis had his motherfucking nose broken like that's a thing that that happens a lot and then i realized (laughs) yes of course he's had his nose broken trying to break up fights with kids and getting fucked up teachers in the la school system of course if i get his nose broken in english period every day right come on guys crip stop fighting with blood ouch god damn it um so chris uh we find out chris is just a little punk because his nose wasn't broken at all just bleeding (laughs) he got hit in the face and was crying it wasn't even broke. <laughs> he lost his shit, yeah. He really did. He really did, man. Oh shit. I bet it happened for a small second he had to be open it was broke. Like, man, yeah. come on. He's like, nah, it's fine, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's not broke. You lucky. I know he's like, oh, I'm a bitch. Um <laughs> So he said, What's wrong with what was wrong with that man, dad, and that woman? And Travis goes, People are getting sick. And he says, Will we? And he says, You're gonna be alright. We all will. We all will be so travis just be lying he don't know right he just hope he's like i still got hope that just made me realize that these kids gonna have to grow up fast Real, yep. <laughs> yes even travis gonna have to grow up because he's not accepting the reality either lisa is now in the family room with everybody and they're talking about the plan which uh maddie and them want to leave right away mm-hmm. maddie and alicia by the way she's completely over matt now so i guess her denial did not last long Mm-mm. uh she's like he dead let's go uh-huh. ah! <laughs> so um lisa is like um you know the salazar's want to stay here uh but you know i don't know how mrs mrs salazar is going to heal up do y'all have anything for pain travis says nothing stronger than aspirin and uh nick was like mm-hmm. <clears throat> really that's right well, nothing stronger than aspirin yeah. uh even though clearly that you know nick is uh hiding the fact that they have some pretty strong drugs um but his mom has them anyway but he wasn't gonna volunteer that information and mm-hmm. travis doesn't know it mm-hmm. right right 
so uh zalasar said don't worry about it my cousin's coming over in the morning so we'll be fine this nigga ain't called no cousin dog come on you know he did travis offered him to let him use the phone and he was like i'm good i already i already use it mm-hmm. nigga you ain't had time to use no motherfucking phone y'all just gonna steal in they stay in their house like airbnb ah yeah. they basically was like it's our house now y'all fucked up our shop this is where we stay all right y'all can go wherever the fuck y'all want to we stand yeah. here have fun in the desert um so when he said that by the way ophelia's face looked like what cousin nigga mm-hmm. got no cousins in <laughs> got no cousins in here um maddie and elisa were like let's get the fuck out right now but oh. that's because they haven't really been outdoors they don't know how bad it is right and they was just having a fucking fit it was like yeah fuck them we gonna make a family decision right now without them in front of them because i we give zero fucks and travis basically had to pull the like just trust me okay right he was like do you know what it took to get fucking here i'm not going back out there yeah i just love that maddie and alicia were both prepared to leave strangers in their house and ride to the desert with no road lights like that's some pretty that is some pretty reckless planning. <laughs> yep, yep. right. We just gotta go. Yeah. It was like, here is not the place. They can keep the house. They really thought nothing could be worse than where they were at. Like, that was really what they thought. Hmm. Okay. Um, so she basically tells Travis, if we are, Maddie says that we're gonna stay here, then you gotta take care of Peter, which means he had to clean up that dead body, which is basically putting Travis on couch duty. Um, so uh he goes and takes the body outside to bury it and salazar comes out and says uh we can get gas from the truck because salazar's about that action boss he's like burn this body right stop the infection from spreading right and you know and when he said that i was like <clears throat> he done seen some shit and he's been in places where outbreaks have happened in the past mm-hmm. so you know maybe nothing to the extent of to the extent of a zombie apocalypse but he done seen some shit where people get to dying and shit like that because he was like hey you gotta kill folks yeah probably the salvadorian civil war which happened from 1980 to 1992 oh shit so he probably was there for that uprising mm-hmm. and that's how he you know moved here and was like like he basically this shit was like riding a bike for him he was like oh shit okay so we burning bodies again let's do it let's get the my, burning my favorite part is when travis said no and he just kind of smirked like oh so you knew him is it Cause that's yeah yeah he hit him with the like oh, okay so you're one of those <laughs> you, you'll get over that quickly yeah yeah you're a nice person well you guys won't exist in 24 hours so that's fine um ah, i don't see him come and go yep and so travis uh goes to bury the body or start burying the body after declining salazar's offer to burn the body um and lisa and travis do some dishes and have an intimate conversation over the dishes and it made me think how fresh is their divorce why did they split could they reconcile because mm. lisa kind of fine i be noticing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like so i don't know how that why, why they split um it had I, to be something with travis because the way that the way they were talking was like travis was the one fucking up well she he said she said that uh she can do a lot of stuff she's been in school now and all this shit and travis was like well i always said you could mm-hmm. uh it's, or something like i always knew you could and she said no you always said i could and yep. then travis was like um yeah well you know i'm glad you know like you doing good and she said 
yeah if i had seven years now i could go back to school and be a doctor so do, does that mean their, their their marriage was seven years it's been seven years since they broke up like what do y'all think that means I'm, I'm not sure but i think it would be something where she put a lot of shit on hold because of him mm-hmm. and she was like yeah uh if i would have followed my career goal like i had planned on doing like you supporting me by saying it's different than you support me by truly supporting what i do it's not the same Mm-hmm. yeah i think she um it, it, it doesn't really have to say how long the relationship was mm-hmm. but more just say when she knew it was over like when she mm-hmm. needed to leave was seven years ago and if she did that then she she could she could have way more of a life yeah she said she'd be a doctor but it's too bad because that's what griselda needs basically mm-hmm. and then and i said you know that's cool and um i i, I like that lisa is woke she's seen the zombie shit she gets it but Lisa might be a little too woke. Cause then she went on a rant about how basically Miss Allison was dead because her foot was crushed. Right. She had lacerations and a fracture, but that wasn't the worst part. Her tissue began to die. And once her tissue begins to die, the infection will take hold. And basically she's going to turn into a zombie. Right. And she, basically she learned that from school. She was like, yeah, this is something that has to be corrected because just her sitting there and you're not really doing anything ain't gonna fix this problem he was she was like she really need medical help dog yeah um also i mean so you think anybody get like a cut gonna die lisa like what kind of shit is this and i don't think it's a cut i think the severity of it like she was like this is severe and we can't fix this right here it can't be fixed yeah it still don't sound right karen i'm sorry it don't sound right she sound crazy yeah no, it, it was a little she bit wasn't too- dying from her foot wound she yeah, there, was just there, hurt there was no like actual like zombie fluid or anything in, in the wound it was just the foot that yeah. like got fucked up right her so thing is like you, if you get like shot in the zombie apocalypse you just start the process to turn into a zombie that's it no so you don't think that her lack of medical care won't result to her dying if it's severe enough if it's severe enough if she's gonna if that's the if the thing is she's gonna die from that foot wound yes but that doesn't seem like what lisa was saying okay sound yeah. like she was being like look she gonna die because the tissue in her foot gonna die and she gonna turn into a, a zombie yeah I, I maybe that's just me i i, 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 I it, it makes sense to me so i'm like okay not to say that it oh, would god. happen tomorrow now overnight you too, you too woke too oh god i'm like yeah you have no medical care no med so if you sprain your ankle in zombie apocalypse they just gonna kill you no i didn't get a gash cut either like it's just a, but it's, it's just, her foot is just fractured like it'll heal over time Lacer- yeah. lacerations are cuts they will heal over time i i don't because it's odd cause i don't know what she was trying to say but because it, it could have been you know the full-on crazy if you get anything it it just you know take over your body and kill you or she could have meant like she cannot defend herself so she's going to die yeah like i said i disagree with y'all i i think whatever her wound was i think it was an open wound and it because they had her wrapped up and shit so whatever it was it was cut flesh like because nobody really knows how severe it was and i don't know i don't i don't think that she is far-fetched i think that she's saying like eventually if this is not corrected she's gonna have problems and most likely die 
i don't think maybe that's just me and my unrealistic world but i don't i i i completely understand it makes sense to me mm-hmm. okay all right <coughs> disagree uh so don't care <laughs> so the cough what are you doing no coughing um, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> the crackhead i'm gonna tell the truth nothing but the truth nigga <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh even travis realized that she was too woke and he was like see that's why i don't want to be having two wives in the house right here because i forgot you was crazy um um so uh ophelia and the family the salazars are all in one room ophelia's like what's happening what is this and daniel just says something to survive so he going all the way full like i've been through some shit like i can get through anything and mm-hmm. he said we can't depend on these people they're not family and she says family like your cousin basically like the cousin you made up right and lied about and they start speaking in spanish um and uh you know ophelia was basically like y'all need to we need to go with them and y'all need to stop tripping because we can't do it on our own because whatever's happening is 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 big yeah uh maddie is going to get griselda some drugs um so i guess she finally calmed down realized that she needs pain medication um and uh she goes to in the kitchen to get a drink lisa comes in and says madison's i know we're not friends but as a mother we need to get along and support each other and then maddie was like yeah 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 um will you kill me if i turn to a zombie because i don't want travis to do it because it'll break him yeah and she basically know he won't <laughs> yeah uh and, and she I'll was looking at killing him huh yeah she was like, i probably end up killing him because he won't kill me yeah and so she was saying this while looking at susan tran right. susu who you know babysat her kids and was a neighbor for years and she was kind of had this look in her eye like don't let me end up like that right uh the next morning everybody was taking out the trash like normal that thought that was weird <laughs> Mm-hmm. and you know it was weird because the only two the two people on the street that did it both looked at each other like uh you got a body in yours or uh, yeah and yeah. i was and i actually i think i was like when the fuck the trash man supposed to come right um but keep in mind it's only been like 24 hours since the shit started so i yeah, don't know who's gonna get up and be like do 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 let me go clock in today yeah uh salazar taught uh taught chris about the shotgun maddie was watching Travis came in, started hating, talking about he don't need to see that. So I was, I was like, the boy need to just be prepared, need to know. Um, Chris is like, yeah, dad, it's just, uh, you know, just trying to learn. It's just a gun. It's no big deal. He was like, go get in the car. And he got ready to cut Salazar out. And Maddie showed up and says, I think it's a good idea. Um, and I kind of enjoyed that because Travis kind of, he was like, you know how I feel about guns. And Salazar says, a gun doesn't care how you feel about it. Right. Bars i loved it yeah <laughs> such bars um and so uh maddie goes all right let's go get in the car travis says let's get in the car maddie says i have one more thing to do and she goes out with a hammer looks through the fence and she's gonna kill susan the, the zombie neighbor and she does she doesn't do it because travis comes out and stops her Mm-hmm. right i was like yo punk ass dog and she was like i'm basically saving her husband's life because what if her husband comes home and finds her like that right she gonna kill him yeah and uh she, she he and he says i didn't find you like that which 
is not actually a good retort that makes no fucking sense right she was like well you could have basically and then she said you think patrick left already you think like he might not be coming back or whatever he might be bed or something um like she's just basically looking down the scenarios like yo what the right thing to do here is to end her suffering or whatever and travis thinks maybe they can cure it at some point right that hope and he gets her to stop and Zalazar's watching from the window and he just basically said weak in spanish <laughs> yes he the real mvp because he was basically watching them like <clears throat> yeah this ain't gonna end well maddie goes and gets in the car to drive and travis gets in his truck you know because they still gotta take two cars and uh nick is already in the back of the car like where my drugs can i get some more drugs he scared me and i knew he had been counting them fucking pills in the stash because mm, right he he was like that's all that's all it is and she was like well i had to give some away to griselda and he was like she ain't in the family fuck that bitch ah and she was like uh look she needs she in pain and she's hurting and um nick was like come on man i suck your dick <laughs> um and so at, my favorite part of this scene is after they get in the car to leave the the clarks and the uh and and um travis's family mm-hmm. fucking daniel walks back in the house and is like hola mi amor come on star like he was like them niggas gone like he went and got some water out the wall out of the sink like he did everything but brush their teeth with day toothbrushes dog like he was like ah. i'm gonna go take me a good old shit like come on with star yeah we got a new house you know and uh with no mortgage ophelia's like we should have went with them she needs the nurse uh and her parents was like we've been through worse okay we seen some things that probably been to a war outbreak all kinds of shit well that well, well i'm telling you is i think it was the uh civil war of uh el salvador okay that's where they're from they're about that age maybe that's where they survived wow um so he uh basically was like we've been through worse um so you know we're not going with them and she said but they're good people and he was like good people be the first people to die correct so daniel be knowing is what i would say (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they drive off, blood on the bouncy house, uh, from next door, so the Reyes's are dead, probably. Um, uh, and then Patrick Tran comes home. They see as they're about to exit the neighborhood, and they run, they get out, Maddie gets out the car to stop him because his wife is a zombie. He, and she didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Right. So it all comes full circle. If he dies, it's kind of her fault right that's why she wanted to stop when she he was like doo, 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 doo. hey honey the, the airport was packed to make me way home <laughs> he was oblivious and travis was kind of the most at fault right um, it's all his fault yeah because she would have stopped him uh stopped her from from existing so uh he basically goes and uh walks up to susan the susan the zombie gets ready to bite him right she could delight his ass even up. though she looked pure zombied out mm-hmm um and luckily she gets shot right as she hugged him by a soldier but some of the blood got on him i don't know if it got in him or on him whatever but the point being she didn't bite him but blood got on him the military showed up that's who shot her mm-hmm. and the military comes in secures the scene uh obviously the neighborhood is on lockdown they can't leave anymore 
right and so they feel like chance, the cavalry's here so now we can stay right their chance of leaving ended right there yeah um so um maddie is bothering the shit out of the soldiers and asking you know is it in the blood how are they getting contaminated uh you know what's gonna happen now and shit and the soldiers basically was like come on man try to do our job did y'all any of y'all get blood on y'all mm-hmm. and maddie was like nah <laughs> even though they just killed that fucking right zombie or right, her, her son like, hugged a bloody dog it was like no way i would say yeah because y'all are probably fucking killing people or taking them away and then they saw the burial plot in the backyard from when travis buried peter and they said um what what this is then and she was like oh um our dog died you know they ain't believe her yeah there's they, no way they could yeah. they look like they just was like you know what man mm-hmm. it's, I, I just want to get the fuck out of here yeah it's really too much and i don't have time to deal with lying ass people today so okay what, what dog is that big right um and nick went around outside the house looking for drugs mm-hmm. think he was trying to sneak back into the chan- the trans house to find some drugs or something because right, you know that everybody in that house was gone now yeah maybe he had stashed those drugs i don't know Shit, who knows but he but he didn't do it because a little girl was looking out the window at him holding a doll and then he waved at her she waved at him and then he walked away and in the air you can see a plane flying overhead and then the plane took a dip right i was like oh shit that plane's going to crash i mm-hmm. thought it was going to short crash yeah i'm assuming it crashed in the waltz house on breaking bad um, ah! but uh yeah so and then my favorite part is um travis and salazar have the opposite reaction to the military showing up mm-hmm. travis goes cavalry's arrived it's gonna get better now right as a soldier katrina tagged a house yes he did he was for those that don't know what the katrina tag is it's the uh the x where they 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 tell you like how many people resided in a place how many people are dead um i forget the other two categories but um you know a lot of people um you know i I remember not a lot of people but i remember last week asking would they would the writers have learned from katrina and other natural and other natural disasters and catastrophes to see how people had reacted to it and use it in the show mm-hmm. and it looks like they are yeah yes and the thing about it is that at first i didn't realize that their house they got tagged when we when we when you went back and replayed it but then i was like this makes sense these was the tags that like rick and a lot of them was seeing when they was walking around because i was like right. what the fuck are those tags and what are those no because i didn't know what those numbers mean right and then when i see them do that i was like oh these were tags they did like years basically for them months and years ago yeah this is shit that i wanted to see yeah um and uh salazar daniel looks out the window sees the same military people putting up the tags and he goes it's already too late yep the end all right what are y'all looking forward to next week karen now they're big family because remember they had asked him who all stays there he basically named everybody in the home so now they are connected whether they want to be or not mm-hmm. they're in one big home and we're going to see how long this is going to last because they basically have two different philosophies and uh that old man is like uh yeah y'all gonna have to learn how to defend yourselves protect yourselves and shit like that and chad was like no guns what are we talking about here it's gonna end up being a problem because at some period of time they're gonna have to fight back and we're gonna see what happens with that what about you sterling 
uh, I need more Barber Nigga in my life. Uh, yes. Daniel is my new everyday hero. Um, I just need to see Barbara him nigga. in more scenes, doing more fuck shit. And uh, hopefully somebody dies out the group next week. I need that. I need mm-hmm. I need one of them to die so everybody can finally understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it being Travis. Yes, that is actually who I want to die. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like they wouldn't give us that yet. I haven't earned that death. Yeah, well, we, I think we've still got, what, like three weeks to go or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, they got to kill. That's right, this is a short season, right? Yeah, yeah they got to kill, like, Griselda or something first. Yeah, yeah, I think I think she's gonna be the first one to go. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be in there praying and shit and get eight. Um, and yeah, I'm more looking forward to how the military thinks they can get a handle on this. And if because like in the one thing I like about this show is all the shit they show you in the preview happens in the first like five minutes of the next week. Yep. They're so, not about to <laughs> for you. Yeah. yeah, no cliffhangers, just straight up like this is what's gonna happen. All right, now let's get to the stuff you haven't seen so anyway looking forward to all that stuff and i kind of want to see what the military does with the quarantine right and it's gonna be interesting because we know further later on that the military basically is no good so it's gonna be interesting to see the military kind of implode and how the citizens respond to basically the people that's supposed to be quote-unquote protecting you is fucking attacking you all right man let's get to the news all right we got some news to talk about i'm sure everybody wants to know First of all, uh, Walking Dead, you can spend your Halloween at Terminus. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a real place? If you happen to live near Georgia and haven't sorted out your Halloween plans, you can go to the Walking Dead's Terminus. Uh, the Sanctuary for All, where those who arrive, survive, will go from the Cannibal Headquarters to the slaughter- and Slaughterhouse to Zombie Rave. That shit gonna be fucking packed. Yep. yep. That, that 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 sounds amazing i will never go but that sounds amazing the party is called terror at terminus a night to dismember oh no i see and maybe that's just me i've never been to a haunted house never been to i don't even go to fucking scare winds i remember one time i went to carol winds with what well, i don't think was it uh one of my uh cousins and it was like yeah at seven o'clock we'll be turning to scare winds Six forty-five. But y'all okay it's time to go because uh i'm not here to be fucking scared no thank you uh it'll be held in conjunction with the walker stalker zombie convention in atlanta on the same weekend with two stages of undead music dj mixing for your your dance tunes on a massive dance floor and five thousand dollar costume contest uh appearances by cast members of the show and your own uh your the very own bob Uh, (laughs) acue terror at terminus will be placed uh to be this will be the place to be this halloween this is your only chance to visit this historic site see some of the most iconic sets from the show and enjoy one hell of a halloween party in the process yeah i bet you like i said i bet you they will probably are going to have a blast but like i said scary haunted houses ain't my cup of tea they have shit here but you know we got a bunch of woods and shit like that like they have like where they have acres of woods and shit like that they have like you know x stuff but that that i don't like to be scared for the sake of being scared no thank you uh other news steve run a cc who you mm. guys might know from the league uh you also might know him from the brand new buffalo wild wings campaign mm-hmm. um apparently he lied about being in the twin towers during 9-11 oh fucking douchebag <laughs> why would you do that that makes no sense <laughs> i don't know but the the balls to do it makes me laugh so hard because it's it's one of those things where like i would never think to do it because the who has the balls man right who has the fucking like you really sat down and was like yo i'm gonna just lie 
about something that is completely verifiable right to start my career and if i'm not mistaken he didn't like say it in 2001 he said like he started saying it in like 2009 or some shit yes yeah, that you fucking douchebag, yo. Wow. When the comedian Steve Ranazzisi has explained his success, which includes seven seasons starring in a popular TV show, The League, and a one-hour special this Saturday on Comedy Central, he has frequently attributed it to decisions he made after narrowly escaping the World Trade Center attack September 11, 2001. In elaborate detail, Mr. Ranazzisi, 37, has described working at Merrill Lynch's offices on the 54th floor of the South Tower when that first plane struck the north tower i was there and i was there and then the first tower got hit and we were like jostled all over the place he told an interviewer in 2009 he fled to the street just minutes before another plane slammed into his building he said and decided that very day that life was too precious to waste opportunity so he abandoned his new york desk job to pursue a career as an entertainer in los angeles nigga you use 9 11 as your origin story as his origin story wow. well then what really happened was you <clears throat> the waiter at the bar across the street he became 9 11 man oh lord his only weakness is rudy giuliani uh nonetheless he said he remained affected by his memories of that day i still have dreams of like you know those fallen dreams he told the interviewer oh lord you gotta be people that's you know suffering from ptsd all kinds of like real shit from this and you're going i I guess i make up being there confronted by the new york times this week though with evidence that undermined his account mr ron azizi after a dead deliber- deliberation acknowledged on tuesday that his account was fiction actually he had been working in midtown that day and not for merrill lynch which has no record of his employment and has no offices in either tower wow he couldn't even think, think of a fucking place that like was in the building he just assumed i like that he was specific and picked a floor you like, didn't have to do any of that he really didn't uh i remember it he said i was visiting i was in the lobby i was you know going to see a friend anything my cubicle was next to the bathroom Ah! by the water fountain i was not at the trade center on that day he said in a statement provided by his publicist matthew labov i don't know why i said this this was inexcusable i am truly truly sorry i don't know why i said it i feel like we should get to the bottom of why you said it that seems like some shit you need to know before you fucking just keep you know keep making money off of people it was unclear how Mr. Ranazizi's admission might affect his standing with Buffalo Wild Wings, which he, which had made him the face of an ad campaign associated with the start of this NFL season, which had featured him in commercials last spring for March Madness. We are disappointed to learn Steve's misrepresentations regarding the events of September 11, 2001. Buffalo Wild Wings said in a statement, we are currently reevaluating our relationship with Steve pending a review of all the facts. Comedy Central expressed similar disappointment and said it too had not decided its next step. Right, you fucking up your money. Uh, but FX Networks, those whose FSX carries the league, said that while Mr. Ron Azizi's deception had been upsetting and unfortunate, it still would go forward with him as a character in the show's final season. Yeah, they was like, we cut these shows, bitches. No, we gonna <clears throat> air them. It has produced 11 of 13 episodes. The good, the good news here is uh, this is the league's final season. Yeah, it, it fell off. It fell yeah, off I, I tried watching the the premiere, Me too. and I got maybe ten minutes in. Like fuck this. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, it's bad. 
the reduction of the final two is not expected to be completed until mid-october we believe steve is sincere his apology and will do everything he can to make amends moving forward the network said in a statement i have a question why do you think this show fell off it's just not as funny to me i i love the um the just the banter around them being in a fantasy football league right it seems i would say like maybe since uh like season three or four it's just gotten less and less about fantasy football like it's just like like i think last season it was just like one event and then it was a draft and then that was it and then the finale episode yep how did the writers change or anything like that or they was just like fuck it we gonna just go yeah i got no clue okay yeah and then also they lost some talent because people started getting other opportunities um i know nick crow got his own tv show yeah uh the guy that plays rafi started doing some other projects mm-hmm. um and yeah like sterling said it just got to be less and less about fantasy football and more and more about like let's come up with these hijinks you know yep. okay so um you know that that happens anyway so um you know that we'll see what happens to his career and shit but it's kind of weird that uh he he did this mm-hmm. especially like that the thing that's blown my mind is just eight, eight years out like did you what makes you think in 2009 to say this like you, 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 yeah. your career's already started picking up and shit what made you think that like oh yeah let me just use 9-11 as a set piece which you didn't have to say at all right yeah he and he said that he had to become he had to come honest become clean because his children he tells them to be honest and he hadn't come clean about this i'm like come on who found out and was gonna rat right somebody, be honest. Did. somebody so was you, like i'm about to tell you pull you somebody was shit. extorting his ass right you yeah like, i'm gonna say say it so y'all can't do this shit yeah um yeah in a 2011 interview on the podcast Scarbro country Mr. Ronazizi said that he had gotten a good severance package from Merrill Lynch and that he clearly understood that September 11 was a sensitive topic. I've spoken about it before. I just don't ever want to feel like anyone I am cashing in or anything like that. Wow. Mm. Amazing. Wow. Wow. White people are amazing. Yes, they are. Yeah, man. That's pretty that, fucking bad, man. Yeah, that privilege is just. Mwah. I feel like this uh this easily proves that gingers have no souls. Mm. No. Mm, okay. Is he a natural ginger? Is that what's going on? I, I, I in the picture I saw in an article about this earlier today, yeah, he was like red beard, red face, everything. Oh, but that man. could be a lie too, who knows? Yeah, maybe it's yeah. He's <laughs> like actually I'm I'm not. Uh Katie Asselton, who plays his uh wife, came his defense Wednesday suggesting on her Twitter account that he was a comedian, not a politician who made a mistake what yeah man it's a pretty big mistake come on guys i don't understand what being a politician has to do about anything you're 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 a shitty human being yeah yep shouldn't have told that lie bro right i mean that's a easily verifiable lie that me you know that you clearly i guess uh when it came down to it he was just out of his league uh, <laughs> um here's some shocking news a muslim child 14 years old was arrested for bringing a homemade clock to school because uh the people in in texas at at school thought that he was uh bringing a bomb to school a homemade clock was it for a science project or something like that 
um i mean not that that matters but you know nobody could nobody could verify yeah it wasn't for a science project but um it really didn't matter everybody's like a muslim (laughs) and a clock i mean he made a a clock you know at home he showed it to his shop teacher i believe and shop teacher said that's cool don't show that to anybody else jesus christ yeah because he even he already had knew like this shit gonna not be okay you're too brown to be making anything that ticks Mm -hmm. yep oh lord yep he's a 14 year old muslim high school uh fresh freshman i think his name is like ahmed muhammad yeah uh but uh yeah he um he got arrested uh he he makes his own radios or repairs his own go-kart he helped to impress his teacher when he got to school with a homemade clock instead the school phoned the police wow mm-hmm. amazing that, that just 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 reinforced to never do anything like mm-hmm. special like oh look look what i did no fuck that you're going to jail now that's what that's what's happening and if you see it it don't like it's not a bomb it's no like it's just a circuit board with the clock attachment don't like, they got a science teacher here ain't nobody so nobody there smart enough to realize what's happening despite the system he made the clock to impress his engineering teacher consistent with his longtime interest in inventing stuff Ahmed was arrested by police and led out of school with his hands cuffed behind him why are you traumatizing this child brought to a room to be questioned by the four police officers by four police officers who had been dispatched to the school one of them who had never previously seen him said yep that's who i thought it was wow as a result he felt suddenly conscious of his brown skin and his name one of the most common in muslim religion on twitter anil dash published a photo provided by the boy's family taken of him as he was led off in cuffs and he was wearing a nasa t-shirt uh there's no evidence that this is anything more than a clock nor any indication of any kind that the talented and inventive freshman uh built it as anything other than a school project but even now police say they may not yet charge him with making a hoax bomb though they acknowledge he told everyone who would listen that it's a clock police spokesman james mcclellan said that throughout the interview ahmed had maintained that he built only a clock but said the boy was unable to give a broader explanation as to what it was used for what nigga wait but it's to tell time that's all to do that's all the shit at all that that, all right that literally is a self it's self-explanatory what is this a clock what do you use it for to tell time what do you use your clock for i'm sorry is this some new fucking reason to have a clock they think they're gonna catch him in the lie oh i use it to bomb people oh fuck i i I wasn't supposed to say that shit can we start over can we start over let me reset my clock i mean my bomb i mean fuck i did it again Uh the mayor of irving beth van doing doing uh became a beloved national hero to america's anti-muslim fanatics when last february she seized on a fraudulent online chain letter which claimed that the area imams had created a special court based on sharia law in response mayor von doing uh posted a facebook rant in which she vowed to fight with every fiber of her being a non-existent sharia court so i'm sure she's um i'm sure she disagreed with the cops on this oh wait no she agrees um yeah yep just horrible people doing horrible shit uh i do like that the president tweeted him and invited him to the white house yep 
that's my that's my dog right because he's like fuck it i'm out of office soon y'all y'all sound muslim anyway let me invite my people up here and piss you off some more yep so that was pretty dope a hundred yeah basically (laughs) basically um let's see what else happened oh subway co-founder of the subway chain the sandwiches Mm -hmm. found dead he's dead at 67 oh jared killed him i guess so the knowledge that jared was out there using this mayonnaise for bad right and and who knows who knew who didn't know so oh yeah no you knew he knew right and i was like what a convenient time for you just to croak probably for you getting massive lawsuits so hey somebody else handle this shit i'm out subway's going full penn state right here i like it Mm-hmm. his name was fred deluca and uh he died um he died uh what did he die of oh they say co-founder so that means there's another founder yeah co-founder yeah jared is the other founder no i don't know who the other founder ah uh but he died after he was diagnosed with leukemia so i guess it was a while a long time coming um there's a full version of the why you always lying video and uh it is everything (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> someone told me i saw someone on twitter being like really we need a full version yes nigga we do yeah i, I saw that yesterday people are upset like but y'all loved this a week ago y'all said it was everything you needed more and you got more and now you're upset yeah what kind of hating ass shit is that oh y'all gonna do more just because we like something that we like the thing a lot yes that's kind of the way shit works um but uh yeah he he fully fleshed it out karen i'll play a little bit for you uh can't play the whole thing He's, and uh, we finally found out that he is sitting on that toilet outdoors. Ah! Big mystery in the first yeah, video. So you think the week I just had, listen, I caught the old white Margellas. I got a foreign, and she ain't born. You feel me? It's a BMW, by the way. Listen, she got big titties. She got a big ass. You feel me? Yo, I can't wait for you to meet this girl. This is the best week I've ever had. The best week I've ever I wonder if you know that I know him. Ah! Right now. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> he breaks under a dance. That's what's up. That's what's up. I see you. That's your BMW. Mm, that's nice. Mm. That's your girl. Yeah, she's doing all the moves. Oh, please. Okay, I see you. But um, I just wanna know one thing. He invested in this too. He all HD and clean shit. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Mm, oh my god. Stop fucking lying. Always lying to me. Yeah. You lying so much. You making it hard for me. Every time you tell me something, I figure that you're lying. Who is almost like faking? Oh yeah. yeah lying. But you sound excited, and you know that I know that you lying. Oh, there. Uh, cue, cue the rain. Uh, I got you. The rain, yeah. Turn it off. A, l- a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. I'ma keep on lying to you. <laughs> until you think it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, glistening and shit. Girl, I know you fibbing. Oh, you know you can't help it. You know what I want to know. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Ah. Mm, oh my God! Stop, Stop fucking lying! 
all right, all right i'll stop it <laughs> that's greatness that joint is this fire. is amazing and at one point his backup dances come in it's so good man so yeah i'm glad they uh i'm glad they came all the way out with it now i need a full video of are you pressed are you mad yes to finish off the year we'll be good to go I, I, i'm still watching the video on mute this shit is blowing my mind that this, this is amazing yeah <laughs> i've never seen it before this is the best thing ever <laughs> Dog. i love that shit man um even black people on the internet is the best thing that's ever happened it really is black photoshop and this shit you know it really is mm-hmm. yeah uh let's see is there anything else i want to cover um oh well here's some shocking news i hope you guys are sitting now ex danny decane member says that uh uh audrey day and shannon bell uh shannon shannon beck says uh sean diddy combs uh took million from the band and left them in debt i believe that yeah, i cannot believe that happened. yeah i'm shocked I not shocked. me because he did that making with the band shit and you they never come out of record no cd no nothing from, what, I, from yep. what i was always told he was always on the up and up with the locks yep I don't know how this could ever happen. Yep. I remember how many acts that he's launched that, you know, went on to have long careers. Uh, Shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Rob. Uh, G-Dep. G-Dep. Don't forget that. Mario. Um, Danity Kane. Yeah, because. The band. Yeah, the thing about it is that Diddy started a lot of the. Uh, my personal opinion, a lot of the reality TV that we have now started with his, like, making of the band years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, you know, you do... Well, even on those shows, they just talked about how, you know, good of a man he was and how yeah. easy it was to do business with him. I just realized you something. Could always, you could always trust him. I hope I hope this is true. And if it is, it, it's elite here <coughs> pettiness. But um, because I, I believe he had another group that he basically took some of the girls from Danny Kane and made another group. And if he fucked them over out of the money and then took some some of those people and put them in a new group called Dirty Money, that might be my favorite shit ever. Yeah, that is. Ah! Fuck yo. Yeah. So and Karen, we were just being ironic. Obviously, he's a terrible. <laughs> he's, been, he's been terrible. To, I've never heard anyone say they had a good business dealing with that. Oh, dude. I'm about to say he steal people money, then go up to colleges and wanting to tear people up with dumbbells and shit. Kettlebells and yes, oh, kettlebells. My bad. But he was not charged, so allegedly. Oh, oh, my bad. Allegedly. Yep, allegedly. Um. All right, let's uh get into uh some of these segments. I think I might give everybody the day off from fucking with black people. Yeah, we already been fucked with that little boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh let's do some ball alert though. No day off from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm looking for a five star being talk about. Uh, okay. girl, girl, such a little. I stepped out of magazine. Gotti, he go 12 bar. Gucci man got nine car. We don't call him down no more. On now, we call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new L6. Pay a bill, get a hell fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not eat her, will not keep her unless she gets fly. Gucci man's a thug, B. Your girl is a thug. See, she love me, now she love you not. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call up Gucci girl and beat me. You 
just find a five-star hotel we can meet. Five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch, that's a five-star And as the credits go high, feet and nails stay fly, keep the juice box wet, and your head's on fire, you a five-star All right. Sterling, here are your choices. Number one, groupie tales, a threesome with young buck in New York. Number two, baller mail, woman leaks Texas Rangers outfielder Delino DeShield Jr.'s news after saying he ruined her life forever. Number two, number three, groupie tales, plies and a shouty in Miami. Not a shouty. And number four, groupie tales, tank like strawberries and champagne. Mm. Ah! Is there any, any way real quick to see which one has the most comments? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Mm, mm. Um, I know the young buck one is new, and so is the out the outfielder one is new. Yeah. So those probably had the least comments, yeah. right? You know, uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Tank, I believe. <clears throat> tank implies. Uh, I feel like we heard plies before, so let's go with tank. All right, let's do tank this time. Uh, you know, uh, apparently he likes strawberries and champagne. Them both of them. Yeah. And he been up there for a hot minute. Yeah, oh, for a week or two. Um right. uh people might know him from hits like I can't wait, I can't make you love me. Celebration featuring Drake. These are yeah, his newer hits. No, those are the new okay, that's not his older shit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is what's what's hot on Spotify. Uh so <clears throat> Tank's never been my cup of tea. I only know him from taking that picture <clears throat> at the Rap House on Thanksgiving. Yes. Ah! Here's another vintage groupie tale on Tank. Originally sent to us in 2009. We've been posting a lot of rappers lately, so it's only right we bring in some R&B love. Disclaimer, groupie tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. I met Tank about eight years ago at a club in Chi-Town where I'm from called Biology Bar. And for many Chicagoans, they know that had to be a long time ago, but anywho... This guy who used to promote for most of the clubs downtown had a mad crush on me and would set me up and would set me and a couple of my girls up with the VIP treatment. Well, this particular Friday night, we was getting it in in the VIP thinking we were the shit and we, and we were, but you know how you are when you going, when you young, you know what I mean? Not giving a fuck. I'm tipsy. And this guy knocks my drink out my hand. I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? Is you crazy? Ah! So I look up, and there he is like, pardon me, ma'am. I can get you another one. I was shocked because that's when he, because that's when he was hot first album. Shit, what? Okay, that sense that makes sense, but I'll read it anyway. I was shocked because that's when he was hot first album. Shit, you dig? So he buys us another bottle and leaves. I was like, damn, I didn't even have time to put my Mac down, but whatever. Fast forward, club's about to close. The lame-ass dude who sets us up with the treatment want to go to some after-party shit. So as we about to head out, there's Tank. I think he's coming over to talk to me inside. I'm geeked. But to my surprise, he was like, what's up my man y'all going to the after party i was mad the promoter who's feeling himself way too much is like yeah y'all can follow me and my girl hater fast forward Ah! fast forward some more after the party it's lame as hell tank walks over to me and is like you want to get some air 
i'm like hell yeah so we leave out he's like can you show me around i'm thinking no let's just fuck i was <laughs> i was thirsty because he was fine but i obliged him and take him to the lakefront we talked for a little while and he says let's get out now anybody in the shy knows the winters are the coldest but i'm like fuck it we sitting on his rented lambo and he started kissing wait oh wait and we started kissing after that i wasn't cold no more (laughs) he licks his fingers and slides his hand between my legs and starts fingering my pussy softly i was so into it i'm moaning and he says i want to do some real nasty things to you Ah! let's go back to my hotel we get to the telly which was nice because he had a suite at the w and he orders the usual player shit strawberries and champagne we drink and now my buzz is back so he's like strip so i do and he is singing all the while about my tattoos and caramel nipples i was so wet caramel nipples oh, i didn't know that was caramel hmm. interesting interesting choice so then uh he then asked me to get on the bed get to the edge and then get on my knees soon as i did he starts to eat my pussy and ass out it was bananas oh lord then he says i'ma fuck you like you like love you i guess he meant like i love you right i'ma fuck you like i love you i was so wet at this point he could have told me to bark like a dog he flips me over Ah, i was just coming to america (laughs) he flips me over licks me from neck to my clit slid his dick in real slow one hand on his dick one caressing my tit we were fucking real passionately and i came like a bitch he was like baby we ain't done yet so he flips me over and then it got rough as hell doggy style but in a good way we fucked for about 45 minutes in all kinds of kama sutra positions 45 minutes Mm-hmm, in Kama Sutra positions and when he came he drizzled all over my back and I liked every minute of it the next morning we took a shower together fucked again ate lunch he had his man buy me a baby jogging suit and some Victoria's Secrets to wear for my ride home <laughs> alright you know what good for you man she, she was excited about that that victoria's secrets <laughs> yeah that's secrets she's like are we going to that victoria hold up no yeah upgrade uh he said wait, he said he wanted to keep my panties and i let him have something and let him have something to remember me by after that he called me a cab gave a stack and that was that needless to say next week the promoter dude revoked our vip treatment but i didn't care it was well worth it first of all why the fuck would it be why would he revoke her vip treatment yeah i don't get what happened to make oh, that happen because i do remember he was a hater yeah but he was going with his girlfriend to the after party i don't know okay anyway there's only two comments on this which i'm shocked I, i'm not gonna lie i am shocked there's only two comments yeah nicole says lol at rented limbo and sandy cheeks just says horse shit she was mad she was not pleased sandy cheeks be wanting the real real surprised nobody brought up that she didn't have a condom any of that shit anyway
get you a fast stop bitch. I need 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 a fast stop bitch. This your boy, yo, got it. I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. And it's the remix. And I'm still out here looking for a five star chick. When I catch it, I'm a blesser with a five star chick. Going hustle, she ain't chasing no suckers. And miss real niggas, she ain't never fucked a buster. So your cars and your jewelry, that shit really don't excite her. And you're hating ass hoes. And the club won't fight her. She was born in the A. With a school in DC. Got a job in Dallas, Texas. Then she moved to Tennessee. If you ain't a five star shorty, go ahead and face it. Fake Gucci, fake Louis shorty. That'll make it basic. It ain't a five star. It ain't a five star. It ain't a five star. All right, all right. Let's get into our other game. It's time for everybody to guess the race. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Sterling from the Gaming and Then Some podcast, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And the chat room is racist as hell. As hell. Um, story number one. A woman who tossed puppy from a car was found guilty of animal abuse. A heartless Staten Island woman who dumped her battered puppy in a plastic bag beside a railroad track was convicted Tuesday of felony animal abuse charges. Also, a Vincheco stuffed snowflake and adorable white-haired Maltese mix with a broken leg in a black bag before tossing her out of her moving car in, onto South Railroad Avenue last September, all because she didn't want to pay for the pooch's veterinary bills. Wow. The one-pound, three-month-old puppy suffered a fractured skull when Ivan Checo flung her from the car like a bag of trash. Wow. It cost so much to get it treated, I couldn't afford it, so that's why I put it in the bag and I put it on the side of the road, she told cops at that September 12, 2014 arrest. Staten Island Supreme Court Justice William Garnett told Ivan Checo, uh, Ivan Chinko, uh, guilty of felony aggravated cruelty to animals as well as overdrive overdriving torturing and injuring animals and abandonment of an animal both misdemeanors followed the non-jury trial snowflake who was later renamed charlotte made a full recovery after being rescued by a passerby and rushed to an animal hospital uh she has since been adopted and lives in a loving home in manhattan under the new name pip ivanchenko 35 faces up to two years behind bars and will be sentenced october 27th she had rejected a pre-trial tree, uh, plea deal of six months in jail and restitution defense attorney matthew myers had unsuccessfully argued that there was no proof that ivan chinko hurt the dog and that she merely left no proof no proof you know maybe the dog had a fractured skull before she even um threw out the window maybe the dog threw itself out the window i mean you don't know you know why y'all judging so hard you know that's what i say mm. what can uh so yeah uh guess the race of mrs what was her first name uh alsu ivanchenko now she the fact that she heard an animal makes me automatically assume she's not white 
but the name just like rings out just uh pure instead of blood i got vodka in my veins immigrant <laughs> oh. honky so okay I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with that immigrant honky check the chat room white animal abuser cruella deville <laughs> crusty white woman the dog got healthcare in obama's america but illegals like her don't Aww. oh the correct uh white russian says haja the correct answer is she was a white woman mm-hmm it's one of them russians and i think did one person miss it i think mm-hmm i do like that um the beautiful dog Mm-hmm. i do like that she is just pure evil though like one of her pictures is with a gun you know it's just like i'm evil the silence are on the gun she is literally somebody from like that you would see in an episode of archer yes right, yes like, like she would be trying to kill um she would be trying to kill um uh oh, what was that show that used to come on before um age of the shield you know what i'm talking about <laughs> um agent um carter carter yeah oh yeah yeah definitely she would definitely Uh be trying to kill agent carter dog peggy carter better watch her motherfucking back oh she had to get him ivanchenko is out here and she got this the super silencer uh this would be a great time to mention that guess the race is brought to you by bevel that's right the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps i hate them you hate them everybody hates them mm-hmm. you can get clearer smoother skin with bevel um and i honestly are you some type of like barbarian okay we're living in 2015 you need to have that clear smooth skin that's what the ladies like they're not into razor bumps i don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. this ladies are not really into that pussy looking stuff on your face it's not sexy not at all uh, is dermatologist tested uh four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps discoloration and irritation uh also bevel over delivers when it comes to customer service and sleek design the starter kit comes with a safety razor shaving brush blades primer oil shaving cream and a cool restoring balm go ahead upgrade your shaving routine now you know you'll like it it's a beautiful uh razor it's a beautiful design and most importantly you'll be beautiful and you'll feel good uh there's no need to go around scratching your neck like you on crack all day okay guys some of you guys i see your neck you know i play ball with y'all and i keep thinking you're gonna sell me a vcr you're scratching your neck so much okay (laughs) cut it out go to getbevel.com and use code tbgwt and you get 20 percent off your first month getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and code tbgwt all right a missouri mom has been charged after her kids are found living in a crate underground cave oh shit how you get an underground cave mm-hmm Kansas City, Missouri, a 24-year-old mother is in custody Saturday after her two young children were found barefoot, dirty, and living in a wooden shipping crate in an underground cave on the eastern edge of Kansas City, Missouri. Brittany Magrower, okay, uh, was charged Friday night with two counts of felony child endangerment. Jackson County detectives discovered the four and six-year-old Thursday in the eight by ten foot crate furnished with, furnished with vehicle bench seats two small blankets trash and thin wires 
according to the probable cause statement the crate was missing one side and surrounded by car parts and vehicles in various states of disrepair the investigators who went to the cave to search a to serve a search warrant related to a possible stolen car operation noted that the children did not appear frightened by them or the fact that they were alone the four-year-old child was using his hands to eat a dirty dry cup of ramen noodles uh when asked why they weren't wearing any shoes the children responded they didn't have any the older child told officers he should be in first grade but did not go to school the children were taken to children's mercy hospital where they were evaluated bathed and given clean clothes mcguire told uh investigators that her children had been living in the cave for several days and acknowledged leaving them there alone the probable cause statement says she was taken into custody friday afternoon has not appeared in court yet a spokesman for the jackson county prosecutor's office said saturday that he didn't think mcguire had an attorney um the extensive network of caves is the product of a massive limestone mounted in the 1800s and early 1900s uh years after the mining operations ceased companies started finding ways to use millions of square feet of abandoned underground space the caves house hundreds of businesses many of which specialize in storage or warehouses because they are protected from extreme weather and have year-round temperatures of about 70 degrees all right well nice history lesson guess the race of mrs uh Brittany mcgrower mm. now miss part wait i gotta you guys got that yeah yeah i hear you what's going on no, I had an echo for a minute, but it, it went oh. away. Um, I, I, I missed part of it, but I feel like this is still a don't judge why I have a cave, but make sure to keep all the sand niggers out of my school. <laughs> all right, let's check the chat room. A white meth head, mole man, the white hairy tubman of child, child abuse. The dog had the master bedroom, though, white. <laughs> Return the kid to their natural habitat, white. White woman with Wilma Flintstone Jones, white. The correct answer is. Yes and everyone got it right mm-hmm. all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round of guess the race so far sterling is two for two he's a good racist but is he gonna be able to do it in the bonus round where everything's worth twice as much i don't know let's see a flying brisket wax a woman amid a beef at barbecue festival police say a woman was hit with a hot flying brisket when a ah! contest when a contestant's temper flared during a beef over a shared cooker at the central kentucky barbecue festival hot flying brisket mm-hmm. danville police say they were called to the kentucky state barbecue festival at their dispute was reported between contestants who were sharing a cooker sunday mary berry of bardstown told officers she was hitting the shoulder neck and head by a slab of hot meat which uh, was estimated uh, to be between 200 and 250 degrees when it was thrown <laughs> she wasn't talking about no dick y'all police say 52 uh 42 year old mike owens of cunningham told officers he threw the brisket because he lost his temper but didn't mean to for anyone to get hurt now people say he faces a misdemeanor charge of wanton endangerment guess the race of mike owens Mm. now i I just can't believe this is black people Mm -hmm. just because i I don't feel like no black person would disrespect brisket like that (laughs) so uh, I just got to go to crack ass crackle on this one. Okay, let's check the chat room and see what they think. Charcoal Black says Andre. 
um wanted to give her a hot beef injection white says evie <laughs> uh, i hear you on delay. that uh oh yeah there's a slight delay we'll wait on some of these answers um although i do like I, my thing is if you throw beef that hot do you have a glove on or something like how, did you just pick up 250 degree meat and slang it yeah you gotta have gloves on because meat that hot you can do some serious damage to your skin uh joe spacey says white um and i'm gonna call it now uh he blacked out black says haja the ah. correct answer is white mm. some of you guys missed it i'll tell you this that guy's picture looks like a guy that appreciates a big slab of beef yes you know i'm um, really disappointed in the chat room right now i can't believe y'all got that wrong like he, you you said that they were sharing the grill there ain't mm-hmm. no black folks sharing the grill Nah, that's not yeah happening. that's a good point that's, that's a good point that was and, a selling point for me yeah, I knew yeah. and they ain't say no barbecue sauce on the brisket either mm-hmm. that uh, is true. let's right. do another one let's do another one a 24 year old texas woman pleaded guilty this week to producing and starring in gruesome animal crush porn videos that showed her torturing and killing animals including cats and dogs Mm. oh ashley richards was convicted tuesday after she admitted to producing eight of the films between 2010 and 2012 she had been in a state custody for three years uh the chronicle also explicitly spells out the contents of the video uh in the videos in the films is scantily clad richard sometimes masked can be seen stabbing animals including a puppy a kitten and a chicken as well as chopping off their limbs and urinating on them while making sexual comments to the camera in one of the videos seized by authorities richard punctured the cat's eye with a shoe heel she is the first person to be prosecuted under the animal crush video prohibition act god damn they had to make a law right yeah because they were saying because i think uh they were saying that we're having these videos coming out like this and they couldn't charge people so they was like this is way we we can charge you for basically being cruel to animals on video for no reason uh she faces up to seven years in prison uh, her sentence could be reduced however she testifies about a sex trafficking operation her sentencing hearing is scheduled for december there are a number of contentious issues in america and politics government with both sides advocating valid defensible arguments but i think we can all put aside our differences for a moment to agree fuck all of this uh guess the race uh miss what was her name ashley richards she gotta be white just because I, I can't ha- no no black person could be that evil all right she white uh, let's check the chat room see what they believe uh for ashley richards well it's not sarah mclaughlin but i've already said cruella still white white devil kissed the dogs on the mouth before she killed them white matt damon agreed with her video casting choices (laughs) (laughs) bored with a life white well the correct answer is black Come on, Karen. You're a professional. Never talk over the booze. 
I'm sorry. I would have got that wrong, too. There you go. Sterling, you almost had it all, buddy. Almost did. I had a feeling, too. I was like, no, nah, there's no reason to do two <coughs> in the bonus round. It mm-hmm. has to be a curveball. But I just couldn't believe a black person could be that evil. I she could, did. yeah. Uh, before this, I couldn't tell if you were just really accurate with your racism or you just really hated white people. Now we know. <laughs> you, just, you just don't like white people. You think they do everything bad. Uh, all right, man. <laughs> Let's go to the sore ratchet. <laughs> And uh, that's how Michael Ely died. Man, a man threatened to behead a, his girlfriend with a samurai sword, said Hollywood police. Oh. A Hollywood man, Hollywood, uh, who badly beat his girlfriend and threatened to cut her head off with a samurai sword, attacked two officers who arrested him. Francisco Miranda, 53, guess the race, is facing several charges, including aggravated battery, aggravated assault, aggravated battery on a police officer, firefighter, or EMT after his arrest Thursday, according to Hollywood Police Arrest Report. Miranda remained behind bars on $183,000 bond Friday. Jail record show. How did it come to that number? Anyway, like 183? I only think that numbers make sense. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh yeah uh according to the report he and his girlfriend got to an argument at his home and he started punching her then picked up the sword which was still in his sheath and started to hit her on the head with it shit he began repeatedly hitting her in the head with a brick well damn then he pulled out the sword out the sheath and told her he was gonna cut her head off the woman fled the apartment and when officers arrived they noticed she had several contusions on her head and face the report said Miranda at first refused to come out of the home. When he did come out, he was very intoxicated and lost his footing and fell face first into the concrete. Ha ha! Yeah, they roughed him up. Miranda was taken into custody and placed in a police vehicle, but once inside, he started kicking the bars of the windows, causing $200 in damage. When a sergeant and an officer tried to put leg restraints on him, he started kicking them and spitting in their faces. The sergeant was able to pepper spray him in the face. He was taken to a hospital. While at the hospital, he told a nurse he has hepatitis C. The sergeant and officer weren't badly injured. Wow. These people with these swords, man. Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Let you know. Uh, all right, man. Ah! We'll be back uh, Saturday for our feedback show. Mm-hmm. Sunday, everybody's favorite guest, mm-hmm. Maria and Ray, are returning. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. And if you don't like it, don't listen to that episode because mm-hmm. fuck you right you woman hating suckers but uh they'll be back uh sunday and um uh, i can't wait for it man uh of course balls deep is friday 5 p.m mm-hmm. and uh you know that's it for now so uh make sure you guys check out gas pod gaming and then some um you know sterling uh you guys do great work over there yes you do um and you know you got like hilarious informative and uh you know all around entertaining stuff mm-hmm. and i'm glad I'm, and i'm glad you could come uh come do the show today man we, me too like this was kind of last minute i just was like who can come review this show with us we already had the next two weeks booked anyway but i was like we got an open day man let me hit up all my niggas and sterling was uh one of the first people i hit up and he can make it so that's dope yep that was, it was the fir- it was literally the first thing i saw when i woke up after the marathon <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch uh, Fear the Walking Dead yet. I haven't watched anything. So I was like, all right, yeah, let me, I, I got to go do this now. 
let me I had to do the strain review right before and I was just sad. Just sad the whole time. That's probably the angriest review we ever did for that fucking show. Oh yeah. And and then I was like, I gotta watch Peter the Walking Dead because I know it's gonna be dope. And it was. Yep. Well, appreciate you, man. We um, do. And uh of course, uh, you know, Quita and Mo, you know, if they ever wanna come through. Uh yeah. we gotta we gotta hit them up and see if we can get them on. on. Yeah, they'd love to be on. Uh, to kick it with us too, man. Cause, uh, yes. they're awesome as well. So, um, all right, man. We'll be back. Um, Bevel, Adam and Eve, um, shout out our productions. Make sure you mm-hmm. guys support all that stuff. And we'll see you on these internet streets. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.